So Stranger Things apparently broke some records when it came to streaming. I was one of those many people who watched this most recent season. While I watched this season, I thought about what made it such a powerful piece of storytelling, something that had people respond to it so emotionally. I'm gonna share three of the many ways this show is an example of excellent storytelling. seems like everyone watched this season of Stranger Things. Not since Game of Thrones did I have to avoid social media and tell well-meaning friends to keep their big mouths shut. That's why I chose Stranger Things as a topic for my 5-Minute Writer series. This is a free weekly newsletter that I send out. It provides 5-minute writing lessons for writers who take their craft seriously. It's to help you get the information you need without wasting time so you can get back to writing. If you want to know more about 5-Minute Writer, there's a link below where you can grab the first edition free. That way you can see if it's right for you. For this edition of 5-Minute Writer, I'm going to share the three things that made Stranger Things a great piece of storytelling. First, develop a clear and powerful antagonist. Every season of the show had a clear antagonist, and the antagonist, season over season, became more and more powerful. When thinking about your work, does your audience have a clear sense of who your antagonist is? As writers, we are, rightfully so, focused on our protagonists. But equally as important is your antagonist, that powerful force that works against protagonists, stopping him or her from achieving their goals. Think about the Harry Potter series. Each book had its own antagonist, but the main antagonist, Voldemort, we do not speak his name, had a complex and far-reaching backstory. When it comes to writing, Stranger Things reminded me to have a formidable antagonist. Someone to fight against the protagonist that I spend so much time thinking about. But it needs to be someone or something so powerful that it feels like your hero has no chance of winning. In one of my most recent interviews, debut author Jessica Payne talked about what it was like creating an antagonist that was so powerful. Talked about how important it was to the success of her novel. I will add, um, it's in dual point of view, which was a lot of fun. So you get Noelle, she's a Seattle-based nurse, and she's dating, like, the Seattle's most charming doctor, and his name is Daniel. And so the, the second point of view is actually his point of view, and he's very kind of dark and twisted. And if you're a fan of Dexter or Joe Goldberg, then this book <laughs> is for you. So you get her point of view and his, and I just love the idea of having... Um, kind of the antagonist and getting a view into his mind and why he thinks it's okay to be so sociopathic and narcissistic. So it's just really fun going back and forth between the two. Okay, on to number two. Number two is tone, tone, tone. There was something especially dark about this season of Stranger Things, and that's saying something. This is a series that leaned on dark undertones. Not only was it the intensity of Vecna and the death scenes, again, no spoilers, if you've seen it, you know what I mean, but there was also a lightheartedness and humor that is uniquely Stranger Things. In fact, I noticed a little trick that the writers used to maintain that tone, even as all these characters are spread out all over the globe. The show has long relied on one character, Dustin, to carry much of the humor of the show. What happened when we get those? Do you need to be told everything? You're not a child. Thank you. Not all of it, certainly, but more a consistency when it came to humor. However, with the characters spread across the globe in this most recent season, the writers needed a way to maintain the humor within each of these different vignettes. To do this, 
they kept Dustin, added Eddie to that one group, but to a different group, they introduced a new character, Argyle. Sheriff Scott, Sheriff for Floyd Pizza, this is Argyle speaking. Who could keep the tone they set within a largely humorless group. And then they gave a larger role to a character who's been around a little bit, Murray. That way they could write in jokes to balance this tone, even with all these characters spread out. All this to say, make sure you know what tone you're trying to set and try to maintain it throughout your entire work. Number three, friend stories are the new love stories. There's this belief in fiction that you need a love story or some kind of love story angle. Obviously, if you're writing romance, that kind of goes without saying, but what if you're writing a thriller? Do you need a love triangle? Do you need a long lost lover return if you're writing science fiction? And this is not to say that Stranger Things doesn't have a love story angle. It actually has several, but the main crux of the emotional weight hinges on the friendship of the group. So I guess what I'm saying is, I don't know. I don't know if a friend story can be the only love story, but a group of friends falling in and out of love is a new angle on a love story, and I'm here for it. And for you, it could be that fresh take that gives your story a unique spin and helps it stand apart from the others. If you're interested to see how this might work, Christopher Golden talks about how his most recent book utilized a friendship as its core love story. You know, I, at one point when I was young and I started writing, my mom said, why can't you write something good? And by good, what she meant was, why can't you write something nice? And the thing is, I have, in a lot of my books, there's, there's definitely a lot of romance, there are relationships, there are a lot of person, like in Rhoda Bones has a real serious male friendship at its core, um, which was a pleasure to write about. And I said to her, I've written science fiction stories and Western stories and romantic stories and somebody always dies. <laughs> um, so there you have it. There's your five minute writing lesson for the day. If you like this, make sure you sign up for the five minute writer lesson sent straight to your inbox every week. You can find the link below. And if you like this, make sure you subscribe because there's more coming. There's no doubt Stranger Things is back in a big way. What do you think it was that made this season such a powerful example of storytelling and such an emotional experience for viewers?